Welcome back to Elevator Inspiration for Sunday School. Hey, we have a great lesson today. Um, and this lesson is still in our love series. And we're talking about abiding in love. You know, our the way God created created us, He wired us for relationships. You know, but we've realized that in this 21st century, we are online so often. But the, sometimes these online connections are fragile. They can e easily be separated with just a click of a button. Though we are wired for relationships, we fi may find that those relationships are not always what we think and definitely not what we need. So our lesson today is coming from John, the 15th chapter. And this is, in, in essence, Jesus' farewell to his disciples. So this week, Jesus builds a case for mutual love by using a common scene that is in the land of Cana at this time, which was uh, a vineyard. And I got a picture of, um, of that here. Because he's going to talk about grapes, uh, vines, and staying connected to that branch. Okay, so our first verse. John, the 15th chapter, verses 4 through 8. Jesus is saying, abide in me, and I in you. So that word abide is 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 very crucial and that abide have reference to staying connected staying connected with him and then he breaks it down in a simple fashion saying as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in a vine neither can you unless ye abide in me and then he breaks it a little bit further in verse 5 saying i am the vine and ye are the branches he who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For whoever, for without me, ye can do nothing. Now, here's the separation come. And I want you to focus on verse 7. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask for what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So, break, let's look at this real thorough. If ye are abiding as what Jesus is asking, you would not be asking something that is clearly contrary to the will of our Lord. For me, if I ask him, like, for an airplane, what I'm going to do with an airplane? You know, so if you think about this, if you are abiding in him, you're going to ask what is in his will. Because first of all, 
in that in that last verse, there's three things I want you to look at. First, this faithful abiding and resulting obedience bring glory to the Father. So if you are abiding and you are obeying, that brings glory to him. And then the second thing, faithful abiding will bear much fruit. And then the last thing, this leads to a third item in what Jesus summarized. And doing this is the core of being a disciple. So there's three things that I pulled out of that verse 8. By him saying, by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. So we're going to discuss on Sunday this question here. In which area of discipleship are Christians weaker? Their way of thinking or their way of living? So what do you think about this? And then we're going to dig a little bit deeper by looking at Titus 2 and 11 and Jude 3 and what guardrails can Christians erect to avoid rationalizing in either area? So, and then we end with verse 9 through 17. I just want to read this, but I underlined some key things in verse 10. Jesus says, as the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. And then notice here, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. And in verse 11, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. Notice the personal emphasis he's put in there. Keep my commandments. My joy may re remain in you. And then we'll look at the great sacrificial love because this is the commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. When you think about what Christ did, his love for us is that while we was yet sinners, he came down and died for us. Greater love has no one than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. And then he says, I don't call you servants, but I call you friends. For all things that I've heard from my father, I have made known to you. And then I underline verse 16. You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. So basically, we have unselfish love. We have abiding, obeying, and loving. Those are the three central elements to discipleship. The love of Jesus exemplifies all of these. The resurrection showed that the Father proven of these things for Jesus' teaching and his action. So disciples, if we're going to be disciples of Jesus, we have to be motivated to follow him unselfishly. To be, to be obedient disciples and produce new disciples in every generation. So this is a simple lesson. I just want to hit you with the thought to remember. It says, when we love, we obey. Hey, I see you in Sunday school. We're going to have our Zoom session on Sunday at 6 p.m. There's our meeting ID number and our passcode. Remember now, we're going to be discussing this question. In the era of discipleships, are Christians weaker 
by the way they think or by the way they live and why. Hey, I enjoyed it with you all. Enjoy this session. Uh, we're still in the love series. We have another lesson for next Sunday focusing on love. But hey, I see you Sunday. See you in Sunday school.